0: Hey girlfriends, welcome back to episode three of Shameless Ambition, the podcast. I'm Lindsay Dalen, I'm Justine Eno, and today we are excited to welcome our very first guest to our podcast, the beautiful, talented, incredibly amazing girlfriend of all girlfriends, (laughs) Shannon Baker. I've known Shannon for 20 years since we were like like 15 years old and she just continues to inspire me on a daily basis and you met her.
1: Um, Well, I moved to Grand Prairie two and a half years ago again, like we've said, but Lindsay introduced me to Shannon because I was like, I need someone to do my hair, (laughs) and I couldn't find someone. I had someone where I was from, and I loved her, but then I moved up here, and I'm like, I need to find that new love of my life that loves my hair, and she led me to Shannon, and uh, I sat in Shannon's chair like two years ago, two and a half years ago. Yeah, something like that. And um, it's been a slow burn, guys, (laughs) but no, we have had lots of great experiences together since then that have built a beautiful friendship and she called me one of her besties the other weekend so (laughs) it's okay we're on that level now so it's good so um yeah i'm really happy that you're here with us yeah thanks guys um so now that we're diving into this um you were you were you had to be our first guest we knew when we were sitting down talking about it that it just felt right that you were the first person to sit here with us.
2: Okay, um, and it wasn't easy to convince me, that's for sure. no. <laughs> so, Okay, wait, we've got a backstory for just so, a quick second. Shannon's yes.
0: doing my hair. Oh. No. Even better backstory in the sense of Shannon didn't know that we already announced <laughs> no, we her didn't. as our first guest when <laughs> oh, we recorded my. our last podcast. <laughs> yeah, we <didn't>. no. <laughs> we yeah. were so confident so you should say <laughs> yes.
1: So yeah, so then Shannon's seen my right hair on like Wednesday, I think it was or Thursday. I don't. Wednesday was, yeah. And I'm like, oh, hey, so uh, want to come on our podcast next week? And she's like, no,
2: <laughs> no. no. I was no. just like, I have a full weekend. Yeah,
1: we have um, a big week. Yeah,
2: people are gone, and yeah. I got a lot of things to do and get ready. <laughs> and I have people coming this week. I was like, no, I can't. Sorry, my my brain's not there.
0: Yeah, but then yeah. legs got. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I don't know if you know this, Shan, but your bestie is a professional saleswoman, mm-hmm. and I just yeah. created the pitch and was just yeah. like, this is why, girlfriend, because Shannon truly is the girlfriend of all girlfriends, mm-hmm. and we're so grateful to have her in our life. Yes. Yeah. So. so
1: with all that being said, I really want to dive into you, so um, if you wouldn't mind telling everyone a little bit about yourself and your
2: journey to becoming a stylist. Well, I'm born and raised from Grand Prairie here as well. Um, obviously, Lindsay and I have known each other for many, many, many moons. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so I always really love to do hair and make people feel great about themselves. And I actually uh, didn't pursue it right away. I went into hotel and restaurant management and- Which also suits you. Oh, well, <laughs> Yeah, I like to host people i guess is when it comes down to it um but yeah i just i wasn't feeling it it wasn't a great experience for me in calgary uh for that first year and so i just i just said screw it i'm going into hair so (laughs) i did my year in hair and i started behind the chair in 2006 in calgary yeah so i did hair 2006 to 2011 in calgary Mm -hmm. um had a life-altering experience decided It's time to go home, back Mm -hmm. to my roots. And uh, that's where I landed at Art and Seoul, one of the best hair salons in Grand Prairie. One of the best experiences I've ever had in the hair industry um, is at um, that salon. And so I started there 2011 to 2023 now. That's a little backstory on how I kind of got into hair. Yeah, what else? Yeah, I mean, (laughs) 2011 is just such a special year
0: for me because you arrived back in Grand Prairie the year I was getting married. Right. And it was just (laughs) so great to have you back here. I remember, you know, being at your house and the fun parties we used to have there. We had a wicked Halloween party there in 2011. Yeah. Um, But also, I got married that year and you made it back to Grand Prairie just in time to do my hair on the day of my wedding. Mm -hmm. And it It just. Ever since. Ever since, exactly. (laughs) And art and soul is just such a special place place Mm -hmm. here in Grand Prairie Mm -hmm. to so many women and so many women have had so many wonderful memories there over the years and so I mean when you think about your journey to becoming a stylist and since 2011 12 years ago how has your ambitions kind of changed over the years
2: since you grounded yourself back here right so I'm 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 I don't like using the word workaholic, but I am. You're a workaholic, just admit it. um, Yeah, to a a fault, to the point where, you know, I came back to Grand Prairie and I can use the word I was kind of lost in the sense of direction. Um... But I got into Art and Soul right away by um, sitting down with one of my old employers and actually old hairstylist, Lillian Beatty. Oh yeah. Um, She said, "If there's a hair salon you want to be in in Grand Prairie, it's going to be Art and Soul." And I did multiple um, multiple interviews, got hired at every single place I got interviewed at, got headhunted from hair salons, and I uh, I and I just you know that just that heartfelt feeling that you get in your gut in your heart and in your brain and it all aligned and it connected and art and soul was the place to be. Mm -hmm. Um, it's been an amazing journey from the day that I got there. Um, there's never been moments of, I shouldn't be here. I need to find something different. I need to go out on my own. Um, that salon's just been amazing. And I know anybody that walks in there has the most great experience absolutely right it it's just such a fun vibe and just so much love goes into that salon and i've been there for 12 years now Mm -hmm. and to say that i've been at one location for 12 years as a hairstylist like it's very huge because as a hairstylist we are able to really do what we want Mm -hmm. honestly when it comes down to it we can travel we can start different careers in different spots we can get a little suite of our own we can do it in our house Mm -hmm. right so to be able to find a place that really has great love and ambition (laughs) and heart it's just it's been amazing So to speak to that
1: too, also of like traveling Mm -hmm. and like furthering and going into these different avenues, how have you taken your career to new levels in training and Mm -hmm. certifications and stuff? Cause you can obviously, you're amazing at what you do and you definitely don't need to go above and beyond, but you choose to do so. And that blows my mind Mm -hmm. that you're like certified in so many things, but you're like, Oh,
2: there's a new one. (laughs) I want to do it.
1: So where does like that all come from?
2: So, um, with myself, Um, like I said, I'm a workaholic when I moved back to Grand Curry, I was working six days a week, 10 to 12 hour days, double booking my days. I was getting to that point of like crazy burnout, but I couldn't stop. Mm -hmm. Um, another beautiful thing about the place that I work out at work at is, um, we are encouraged to do education where a lot of places I find it's, if you want to do extra education, go, go for it. You know, for sure, whatever. So stylists can become very stagnant in that way um, of just st- sticking with their roots of what they know and how to do things and honestly not pushing themselves to open themselves up to different experiences with hair. Um, so my biggest experience was that I had a salon that supported myself and all of the employees with furthering education mm-hmm. it's very important just like clothing and um really when it comes to anything trends change. trends change yeah. mm-hmm. um and especially now like standardized foiling is i honestly don't
0: even know how to do it anymore like it's just like
2: the, the standard thing and yeah like putting a yeah. cap on the head and pulling out some hairs it's, just, it's, it's and that's like what we did crochet. in Harrisville. Yeah, <laughs> that's what we did, yeah, just torture cheating her. I was like, you not hurt her. that bad, you're fine. Yeah, getting your hair highlighted, <laughs> right? But it's so true. Um, so my biggest thing when it came down to education was having mm-hmm. an employer who supported us. And she
0: so does. Oh, she totally does. Yeah. She yeah. is such an incredibly impressive, wonderful woman. Let's just have a shout out to yes. Jacinta, Jacinta Morrison. Cheers, Cheers. to Jacinta yes. Morrison. You are a One wonderful, incredible mm-hmm. human. We love you very much. Great um, hey, Let me ask you this, though, Shad, because, you know, as an old friend of yours, I have seen all of the time and effort that you've put into your education. Mm-hmm. And it goes so far above and beyond just attending beauty school once when Mm -hmm. you're you know 18 19 years old do you feel like sometimes the public perception of stylists is that you know they don't understand the kind of education that goes into your talent and your art form like you said you know just Standardized foiling. I don't even know what that means, <laughs> yeah. but like, how do you continuously match color? How do you know how to cut? Mm-hmm. How do you know how to do these right. beautiful extensions? You and know, and every head's different. Every right? head's exactly. different. Every hair is different. Do you feel like time. people are, you know, the amount of
2: education you have, do you feel like it's misunderstood? Oh, absolutely. Um, when I actually explain to my clients, um, Exactly what I do on my training, um, how much money goes into my training. Absolutely. Um, it gives them a different perception on what hairstylists are able to do now. Mm-hmm. Um, I always tell my clients because I turned after I had Blakely, I decided coming back, I kind of had the upper hand to be able to hand select who is sitting in my chair now. Right. Um, I wasn't doing all of the men's cuts, working 10 hours. 12 hour days double booking to get by mm-hmm. it was working smarter not harder right? totally so um <laughs> love as it. it's whenever an assistant comes into the salon i'm like number one motto you work smarter not harder yeah you know um but yeah no going back to allowing people to know that we're not you know just hairdressers right um being a hairstylist in my mind Is finding that niche, finding Mm -hmm. that passion, finding that ambition of what really makes you so good behind the chair. Right. What is going to make that person continually book? I have clients that book the year out. Oh wow! So it's just like because we're friends. (laughs) 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 That's what happens when you get basement jobs (laughs) all the time. Oh yeah. and I said basement jobs. yeah yeah. Yeah.
0: I'm lucky if I get the salon once a year Mm -hmm. Shannon washes my hair in her kitchen sink (laughs) and then after we have a dance party with her daughter it's yeah it's it's the best (laughs) but it does it that's
1: that's hard for you to like after you do all that education you put all that time into yourself and your training and then you have to sit there and justify your cost right which I mean I've honestly never had to justify that to myself because I know your value yeah and absolutely
2: But think that comes to understanding um, what you value. And that's that's honestly when it comes down to it, it's just like, it's not, value is a perception for what someone feels because I value hair, I value clothing, that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. doesn't mean that Sue sitting in my chair and it's not something that she values, doesn't mean she's wrong it's no, just it's it's, it's just it's just not on her, list, not on yeah. her level but mm-hmm. that's the beautiful thing about working at a salon that I work at we have all different levels of pricing we have all different levels of talent that mm-hmm. Sue and I might like click and our energy might be amazing but she's doesn't value the cost factor behind things. well
0: the art form yeah that it goes into, art, you yeah. know your yeah. specialty yeah.
2: like shannon
0: you are so special that like you yeah. go like, abroad for like training yeah. like totally. to different countries yeah. to like
2: get like specialized yeah, yeah. that's a huge thing so. and yeah like when it comes down to it i would know if someone sat in my chair and they're like oh i can't afford that um That's totally fine. Like, I'm also very good at working within someone's beauty budget if we have a conversation first about it. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't want anyone to ever think that it's like, these are set prices and I cannot service you whatsoever if you're not going to pay it, right? Beauty budgets are great, but Mm -hmm. it's just a matter of having that open conversation with your clients and being honest Mm -hmm. about it, right? Um, But yeah, when it comes down to it, when we go back to... Um, talking about the perception of hairstylists, um, is it is a professional job. Absolutely. Um, a lot of the time we're dealing with helping people learn about other disorders as well, right? You know, our hair shows so much that's going on in our body. The conversations we have with our clients are very, very meaningful to them in the sense that we can set them in different directions as well with other things that possibly are going on in mm-hmm. their life um but i always say to them because i had a I had some clients that got upset with me when i came back and they're like oh you're only doing blonde balayages and extensions um, <laughs> yeah sorry but this is kind of what i'm doing now and they didn't understand it and i just the way i explain it is would you go to a general surgeon for a specialty surgery
0: right for sure you would agree
2: and no. i know that's kind of like a very broad description it's just like well that's kind of my life on the table but yes i get that but even when it comes down to plastic surgery mm-hmm. right it's like would you get your boobs done by a general surgeon your nose done by a general surgeon. I do not right. even get my carpal tunnel <laughs> surgery. I'm kidding. General surgeons can do carpal tunnel surgery. It's a quick snip. I don't even think they put you to sleep anymore. Yeah. But because my hands are my profession, totally, I will go to a hand surgeon.
0: That's like it's- asking Justine or I if we would get extensions at Great Clips
1: right let's buy our hair off so of Amazon like just like quick. quick like side story i'm at a hotel this weekend with my husband and my kids and he's like hey babe got dive into the pool just like be a mom and i'm like no. Shannon will kill me. <laughs> <laughs> he looks at me. He's like, "Sorry, but I'm like, no, I'm no. not allowed." <laughs> I'm like, yeah, do you have a shower cap? <laughs> <laughs> someone, has, someone has like a speedo to put over my, my head. head. I'm not allowed to yeah. jump it in that water. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. You know what, though, it's because of Shannon that
2: we stay so beautiful. Oh, and, and I get so compliments confident. on the daily. People so will be like, amazing. "Your hair," and I'm like, like "Shannon." <laughs> totally, Shannon's my hair. Yeah. But when it comes down to it, I'm only with you guys for a couple. For your appointment, mm-hmm. you leave. You guys have the tools. You know what to but do. You, well, give the t- you give us the
0: tools. That's right. You give us the education. 100%, 100%. You talk to us.
2: You you
0: know you fill us in. You're so wonderful. And you do wicked regard, and... Instagram videos
2: on how to take <laughs> care of our hair. Feature Friday. Yeah. Love feature feature Fridays Friday are great.
1: So yeah, there's like I mean, you're like you an ongoing giver. Problems, I actually but... do it. I do love it. What's new to learn today? Uh, right. Okay, but so we're talking like Feature Friday, Instagram stories, your career. Traveling to do more training, yeah. um, your daughter, your family, all these things. So, do you want to talk about burnout a little bit and ambition? Yeah, like, do you experience totally. that or like how Absolutely. you cope with that and Absolutely. like Absolutely. how you take some time for yourself or
2: what that looks like? <clears throat> so, the biggest thing with me when it comes down to burnout is it takes a lot to burn me out. Mm-hmm. like It really honestly does. Mm-hmm. And Lindsay has seen can this with me, me and, and yeah. Lindsay can vouch for it. And I don't know. <sighs> I don't know why that is for me. Maybe because I, I work better in a fight or flight type mm-hmm. mode. Um, but I do. I have a very hard time asking for help. I have a very hard time slowing down. Um, I just, it's just not really in me. But I have experienced burnout in the sense of losing my ambition and drive for my career. Mm. Right? And that was back before I had Blakely. I was just, it's like, I was just in the hamster wheel of like autopilot. autopilot. I was just going to work. I was just getting things done. I was just making money. I was happy with the money I was making, but I was doing, you know, 70 clients in two weeks. Oh wow. Like men's cuts, men's cuts, kids cuts, simple colors, blondes extensions. I was doing it all. Yeah. And that's where the niche market attracted me because I was burning out mm-hmm. i was getting to a point where i was getting carpal tunnel i was getting back pain i was um just crashing on the weekends and mm-hmm. just being overall not my best self um granted in that time i had my child, I, it was COVID, mm-hmm. which I'm a very much like an introvert in the sense that I was super excited to have <laughs> oh a child. Man, it. Like, I, was I was super excited. yeah, yeah.
1: Your a a child
0: loved your COVID. I oh. <laughs> you <guys> was <were laughs> stoked. Best yeah. time
2: to have a baby. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. But I would say how I deal with burnout is, um, having honestly a lot of people reach out to other people i close off a bit more um i allow myself to just be by myself and be okay with that get reclusive yeah i do and a lot of people think that that's something not great but that's how i deal with things um another thing that is different is i resort to music a lot when it comes to like me getting overwhelmed and getting burnt out so whether it's just i'm driving in my car and i just like crank it and i sing or i'm in my house or lindsay and i go to a (laughs) concert because we're just like we just need to let go right it's (gasps) just music is really huge for me um and that was something that my daughter loves too Mm -hmm. which is crazy but Getting back into working out as well has been great. Yeah, congratulations, <laughs> yes. Shannon's on week two. Yeah, I'm on Yay. week two, getting up yeah. at five in the morning. Um, legs are better. If, oh yeah, we did legs again today, so we'll see <laughs> okay. tomorrow. But before, what I always resorted to when I was burning out was still waking up at four. And it's crazy waking up at four thirty in the morning to go to the gym, but I'm exhausted and tired. But getting to the gym and working out really helped my mental mm-hmm, totally
0: and I, I stopped
2: that yeah. for four years <laughs> i was gonna say years girlfriend four years yeah. i got pregnant i was super sick i started working out again when well, covid and, shut everything and, and down yeah, too and, and for like I a public work, space I, yeah. I worked out the most when i was pregnant when i was in mexico
0: <laughs> know, you're
2: not supposed to work out, yeah. I, out couldn't, I, couldn't, I, couldn't, I couldn't do anything else so I mean, the, boys would, the boys would the boys would go golfing my girlfriend Nikki and I would go to the gym mm-hmm. and then I got home from Mexico and like, like why pre- not margaritas <laughs> I <laughs> I was pregnant. Pregnant. oh okay sorry I missed that no. part okay I Jim. was pregnant okay, so yeah. right tacos. um tacos <laughs> yeah um Yeah. And then we got home and I got sick again. And I'm pretty sure it was COVID. It was the very beginning of COVID. It was like January 2020. So Mm. we didn't even know what it was in Canada yet. But um, I got really sick. And of course, you're pregnant, you can't take anything. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I just I, you know, didn't get back into it after I wasn't going to start working out again when I was 30 plus weeks pregnant. No. Like no thing. Oh well, girlfriend, you. you get a pass. So you can yeah. get like Ben and Jerry's on the couch. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. But yeah. then again, COVID happened. Mm-hmm. Gym shut down. I had a newborn child that I was terrified to bring out of the house, even yeah. to the grocery store. So yeah. I didn't know what was going on or what was even socially acceptable, Right. I was like, is it like, are people going to look at me funny with my newborn child? Well, it was weird. I I mean, the whole world
1: was weird. And then you add first time mom and postpartum on top of that. And that is, yeah, it was next level.
2: Yes. Although I loved, again, like I said, I'm such an introvert that it's just like, being at home and no one was allowed to come to my house it was perfect. There was no judgment. that I, I didn't even have to sign up, guys. No, I didn't have to. I didn't even have to tell people, no, don't come over. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I lost my drive for the gym, but I knew I would like envision myself all the time working out. Mm-hmm. And maybe that helped me with my burnout. I'm like, okay, I really am yeah. working out. I'm laying yeah. here on the couch, but yeah. I'm running, on a, I'm treadmill. Manifesting, I'm yeah. running yeah. on a treadmill right now yeah. in my you're mind. You're squatting. You're doing five, seven curls. You're good girl. You got this. Um, but yeah, no, recently um, just with past experiences of losing one of my best friends and going through like, long COVID with Chris and then myself recently just going through, um, a lot of health problems and autoimmune problems. Um, my mental state was just really, really bad. And so I was just like, I need to like do something for myself that used to make me happy. Mm -hmm. Right. So I've been getting up at five in the morning, going to, my yeah. Yeah. I'm going to my girlfriend's house and she lives just right around the corner and she was actually, we met through the gym mm-hmm. um, and she um, used to go at 5.30 in the morning mm-hmm. too. So it's, she's so happy to have me back in there with her. And I'm like, why didn't I start this years ago? You've had this amazing gym in your house for years now. Mm-hmm. And you guys and to keep each other accountable. Yes, like it's exactly. great. Yeah. She's a stay at home mom and, and she has two kids. Your, and you can bring your... You can bring yeah, her if you need. Yeah, to, if you yeah. need. We to, talked about pace. doing yeah. like, you know, not 5 a.m. workouts. We'll <laughs> do that on days off. But, yeah. But, anyways, yeah, for me for burnout, I think it's taking a step back, realizing exactly what is ailing you and what is burning you out. Cause mm-hmm. it's not always work.
0: Mm-hmm. It's not always it's work. not always yeah. work.
2: Um but life it's sometimes, life, it's just yeah. life in general. Um, recognizing those things. And for a lot of people like journaling, journaling works great for them, but I have a really hard time. I'm someone who as much of an introvert as I am, I express things so much better through words than I do through writing. Mm -hmm. I can think of a million things in my head that like, I'm going to have this deep heartfelt conversation with someone and I'm going to like type it all out. The minute I start trying to put it on paper, Mm -hmm. it's just like, bleh. Oh. It's, yeah. Yeah. it's just nothing. And so. For burnout journaling, as much as I've always wanted to do it and write those feelings down, I just never can. Yeah. Right. And I think that's okay. Well, yeah. No, it's totally and fine. Sometimes
0: the cure is just like time with your people, right? Mm-hmm. Like you might already be feeling burnt out. Maybe you yeah. are feeling introverted, but maybe that's not what you need is yeah. time by yourself. Yeah. Maybe you need time with your people. And, mm-hmm. you know, a few weeks ago, we had the opportunity to have an awesome night with just good people here at Daylin Acres, mm-hmm. you know. Our buddy, Chris Green, was playing tunes for us. We were hanging by the fire, singing at the top of our lungs, acoustic guitar going. And, you know, it's stuff like that that I feel is just like the cure for any of the mental health issues that we have is just the people that we love and the moments that feel, you know, like you're really present in living Mm -hmm. life. And I know that as introverted as you can be. We can also you're so go. You're so extroverted. Like yeah. we can go to a concert and like it, it's just like you're the star of the show. We are the, the security. <laughs> we can get kicked out by security. We don't care. Um, we're obnoxious to go to concerts oh, with. But in I feel that's bad possible for way, people around so. us when we go to concerts. You know together. what though? Like if you're gonna go to a rock concert, you, gotta you sit. Show up. Like it just like. <laughs> Just stay home. Watch it on TV. Watch to the album. Exactly. Yeah. You know what? But like you go to a rock concert, you show support for yes. the artistry that's happening yeah. on stage. Yeah. It's I so digress. But those, those
2: definitely have been moments as well for me too when I'm feeling overwhelmed and burnt out. Um, and I think that's like you and I have had these main conversations about being an empath and um, having energy blocks and feeling other people's energies yeah. is... When I am feeling extremely burnt out, I need that, like, just that light, that positivity, that just like—don't we all? Though yes, we like, do. But a lot yeah. of people don't realize that they really right. resort to the negative and they really just kind of fixate sit in a dark that. hole. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sit in the dark hole. Yeah. And like I say, even though I said before, I like to be by myself. I love I'm the dark, dark hole. Clear. Don't get oh, me wrong, but my house is as dark as it gets. <laughs> we, we opened the blinds today, and we was like.
0: Why are you? Why are you
2: opening the blinds? And we're just like, well, you know, sunlight. So dark, (laughs) it's so dark. I might as well paint it on. Yes, but yeah. burnout especially as a hairstylist because we're
1: with people all day well you're like their therapist I mean you're not but you are like I know a lot of people unload on you in a day and that's a lot like you don't expect that so which is okay like you're a safe space for people which is so amazing but it's also a lot for you to take home so I mean that well exactly and then you go home
2: to a daughter who's very needy Mm -hmm. and um needs me 24 7 and it's it's a lot Mm -hmm. in the day but come eight o'clock she's in bed and (laughs) i am upstairs in the shower going to bed myself yeah it's just like a good routine it's a good routine and that's the other thing with burnout is just having routine yeah um and knowing what routine really works for you
1: right we talked about that last week as like what recipe or the first week i don't remember but like what recipe works for you isn't always going to work for the next person but it's just finding your own recipe right that works for you and your family and your life so yeah yeah i'm glad that
2: you're like finding that yeah no i've always been very in tune with those kind of needs for myself and i've had a lot of people not understand it they've tried to tell me how to deal with it. Right. and I'm like no no no
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know me no. I yeah. know me yeah. I know
2: what works for I've me I've lived with her long enough yeah. I know, yeah yeah. I know so, yeah yeah and I've had enough experiences to know what works for me. Right.
0: Well, and so as we age, you know, and we're meeting new friends and we're creating new relationships and we're kind of like breaking old patterns and habits in our life. Like I know I have definitely seen you just flourish and change in so many beautiful Mm -hmm. ways since having Blakely. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, that was only three years ago. what do you see for your future? You know, you have this beautiful daughter now, you have this incredibly well-established career. Mm -hmm. Where do you kind of want to
2: take things next? Well, I obviously would love to travel more with my work. Mm-hmm. But getting into that kind of world is, especially as a hairstylist, is extremely hard. Not saying that it wouldn't happen, right. but it's meeting the right people, stepping out of my box, and not being my introverted self while I'm meeting these people. Um, but yeah, like ideally, I would really like to travel a lot more with my work and be able to like do more things with that. Um, I've always had a drive to educate people as well, too. But again, that's something else in the hairstylist world. It's a dog-eat-dog world. Everybody <laughs> wants to teach everybody. Um, but that's something I would love to do as well. Um, so those are kind of, like, little small goals that those are, I... Those are big goals. Those are big goals, goals yeah. <laughs> Which those I love. Are, yeah. <laughs> like, those are good. Chase those. <laughs> yeah. But um, those are a few things that I definitely want to currently right now. Yeah, I'm definitely still just picking my clientele. I'm doing like my blondes, my balayages, my... um, extensions are my main I'm still doing mainly my MBR but I am working on my Luna training right now but man humble yourself and learn something new
1: <laughs> she's great at it Holy. I can yeah 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 you
2: have MBR right yeah. now yeah. um MBR is natural beaded rose it was the very first um weft extension system that i kind of branched off into i mm-hmm. with standardized tape-ins, all of that kind of stuff before but when i learned mbr it was like kind of game changing in the sense of just freedom with extensions right. you know you didn't have the like stringiness the you didn't have the tape you didn't have the oh gust. they're so you, great they're, sat, <laughs> yeah. they're, they're so beautiful. natural they're yeah. so nice to the head um, but there was definitely some roadblocks with it that I was having a really hard time getting through with it. And that's where I decided I needed to branch out and possibly learn another system. Um, and especially, again, like I said, it's trends, it's changing um, the extension world, even in that sense, is always changing mm-hmm. and evolving. And different systems are, you know, learning so that you have like less tension on the, the sky. Flatter and the flatter be. it can be. The flatter can be, less <laughs> visible. And it's just like, what next? Yeah, um, but yeah, that's where Luna comes in because it is a fully like um hidden bead method, so you have hair oh, okay. on the bottom and on the top, it's so a lot gentler it's on, lot scalp. Gentler that's on what the I scalp. Yeah, and but. for my clients that are extremely still like rough on their hair, and they like to just like pull on it and like tie yeah, <laughs> but um, you know, MBR is definitely more for them because so it's more durable, but for those ones that have the super gentle scalp sensitivities. Or extremely thin hairs that even when they throw their hair up in a ponytail the possible the really small beads are still gonna show Luna is definitely the way to go um, like I said I'm still doing training in that um, but it's something I'm working on and trying to get more into right now, kind of stepped back from doing my practice with it lately, just because of health reasons. But, you know, I'm trying to really just like put my head back into it, push myself back into it. But that's where like that burnout comes from. It was like, oh, I don't have the energy to do this. I don't want to send photos in. I don't want to hear the critiquing mm-hmm. of my work. Um, so I did step back for, you know, about a month or so right now. And yeah, so that's another thing is just pushing myself forward with getting through a little bit of roadblocks of just so-called life, right? We all have them. Yeah, we all yeah. do. Well, and I mean, it's like these unexpected roadblocks yeah. that we come across, too, yeah. that we
1: think that, like, oh, yeah, 2023 is going to go like this, this, and this, and I'm going to take yeah. this training. And, you know, but then there's these roadblocks mm-hmm. that come up that you don't ever expect, but you've always been so great yeah.
2: at, like, navigating
1: around them and oh, yeah. still showing up.
2: Yeah. and. Honestly, I don't know where I get the mindset I do. Um, obviously, probably from my parents, because my parents are super positive and just loving, genuine. Wonderful people. Like, yeah. I, every once in a while, I'm just like, I just wish someone would walk up to me and be like, I don't like your parents. And, little and little, no, just, everyone's just, them just like, Yeah. And no, but everyone's just like, no, and I'm just like, okay, they're human, oh, right? Oh, Some people okay. don't like them, okay. but everyone's just like, they're just so sweet and so nice. And I'm just like, I know they're my great kids. people. Just, you know, like yeah. k-
0: kind of goes to that small town upbringing of yeah. just like Justine and I have talked lots about that, that, you know, you grow up a different way when you come from a small community and you just have a different mindset and you grow up with a different set of values. And I know for us, we grew up with a lot of the same values. And yeah. my husband was actually really great friends with Shannon's older brother growing up. Mm. So she's known my husband longer than I have. <laughs> Gosh, I've known Mike since I was 19. Mike D. <laughs> yeah,
2: I was probably grade 1. Oh wow. Yeah, that's crazy. Even younger probably. I was probably <laughs> kindergarten throwing rocks at his house.
0: So. <laughs> like the you
2: yeah, <laughs> running away, yeah. So great.
1: Oh, um, so good. This is a question that I really I really wanted to ask mm. you because it's actually something that I want to know oh, personally. God. So I, I think our know. audience will want to know, but I also also want to
0: listen up. Girlfriend. Um,
1: I want to know who is like an icon for you, oh. like someone you look up to. So whether it's like, not even I'm like you're so stylish. So like we haven't even dove into how stylish Shannon is as a person. Right? Is it is it fashion? Is it music? Is it in styling? Who's like, your where? iPhone? Yeah, oh I love my S- god! And why? And why? It's, it's, exactly. It's really like
2: yeah. yeah. It sounds horrible, but I honestly don't have like a specific. Do you have a
1: mixture of women or women I just and men honestly... or people?
2: I just honestly feel like I don't even know people's names. I'm just mm. like, I like you. I like you. I like <laughs> That's fair. And I'm going to snowball off of
0: that. Okay. And I know
2: it sounds like uh, so many people are like, you know, Jackie O or like Marilyn Monroe or, you know, you know, Cheryl Crow of all people. Like, I just love them and they're amazing and yada yada. And I'm just like, can I, I tell always... you who you remind me of? Okay.
0: So this is so good. It just like hit me last night. (laughs) I was thinking about this podcast episode and how excited I am for you to be our first guest because I love you so much. And I was like, what are we going to call this episode? And it just struck me blonde ambition. (laughs) That was the name of Madonna's 1990 um, on a prayer tour. It was called blonde ambition and Madonna's badass oh yeah she sure. is an yeah. ambitious woman yeah. she is so authentic and just like incredible in herself mm-hmm. and as soon as that clicked for me i was like oh my god we have to call this podcast blonde ambition because so much of who madonna is as a woman just reminds me of you okay. and so <laughs> it's just like yeah i don't know i just feel like i gotta lay that one on you and just let it sit with you for a bit because it just mm-hmm.
2: yeah Present day Ma- Madonna? No. Uh, fair. <laughs> fair. I just fair. Had been, I have had been always that. like, That's <laughs> fair. You know i, I, no, I'm I was even saying... thinking
0: about that. No, so but it's true. It's, yeah. it's true. Nineties yeah, Madonna though? Like a yeah, virgin? So she but... gives
1: me like Stevie
0: Nicks vibes.
1: Ooh. Yes. That's yes. the vibe I've always gotten from Shannon. Aside from being a stylist. Like yeah. you, you do have your own stylist. Yeah. But like music, your vibe, your energy. Like I, if there was like an iconic person. A woman mm-hmm. that I could be like, okay, Shannon might resemble a bit of her qualities. It would be her well, from like what I next know. Of level her.
0: chill, right? Like so, I know just Shannon. So, is so like... like, we're driving
1: back from this concert in like World War Three of world disasters in our hometown. Like, we were like, for alerts sure. were going off, and, was from and Lindsay and I were yeah. freaking out. <laughs> we're having a bit of a time, and I. This was Shannon and I's pivotal moment for me, anyway, in our friendship, but regardless she stayed so calm she was steady Eddie like the whole weekend mm-hmm. she was so calm she was so collected and I'm an anxious basket case and she's like <laughs> Justine, just what do you need do you need a hug do you need this do you need that do you need air like whatever it is I got you and um do you need an adamant <laughs> I'm like I'm driving I, I don't think that works but
2: yeah
1: I got it yeah so um but yeah you are you are very calm you are very present but you also have this um aura that exudes that's mm-hmm. like you walk into a room and everyone's like okay who's the hot bitch and I also <laughs> want to be her friend exactly. <laughs> like, <doesn't laughs> Everybody.
2: Yeah. like yeah
1: yeah like okay also like look at that outfit because I thought ultimate oh,
0: girlfriend yeah. over no. here it's yeah. like well, to thanks, none of it. guys. yeah
1: yeah it's been it's been wonderful that like Lindsay and I got to build our friendship and you and I have got to build it separately mm-hmm. while you guys already had yours and now we get to bring it into like a three friendship. We'll I love try that. On. Yeah. We'll try no, on. I do love yeah. that. So yeah.
2: Um, yeah, it's been so great. Yeah, it's been great, and it's just. Like I said, it's one of those things where, like, I've always thought about iconic women, women in the world, and there's so many, so like, many, so many, yeah. and I feel like that's my problem too. It's just like I can't pinpoint it to one person. It's right. just like there's there's definitely people in the world that, like I said, even my employer, like. Oh, she- like, oh, seriously! Yeah. That's like, nice, and then I want yeah, right a nice right woman too. right there yeah. Yeah. in your Let's own. Let's get her and on the podcast. Like, we are oh, yeah! Gonna <laughs> you guys <laughs> yeah. want someone that can talk. Oh. Yeah, so we'll just give her the mic. We'll yeah. just like we'll- you're officially invited, Jay. We'll follow up on the details later. But yeah, just just like, like, yeah, I just I've just created a lot of myself from going off of just little bits and pieces just mm-hmm. finding inspiration
1: yeah of and, and then, i'm like oh yeah, yeah I like you're a that. work that's of art cool. shannon <laughs> well and i think that's like also something we should add into that we haven't even talked about on like, now, this one and the other two podcasts is, like, taking bits of inspiration from other people is totally okay. Mm-hmm. Like, Absolutely. there's one thing to take a whole idea that's definitely not okay. But to get some inspiration yeah. from a person is yeah. so amazing. And yeah. to even reach out to that person after and be like, hey, mm-hmm. like, this idea or this mantra totally. or this whatever you did inspired me, thank you, yeah. is so amazing like i highest we to, we, form of flattery it is yeah, yeah, and we yeah. need to like really like lean into that as women of being like oh yeah such a great idea like mm-hmm. here's how i played off of. i that. love or, what you know, she's doing yeah. i love this
0: i should try this for myself yeah, you know? yeah. i but, think yeah.
1: it's so amazing and we shouldn't be ashamed there's zero shame in zero that. shame we're shameless we're shameless, shameless <laughs>
0: over here yeah yeah so mm. <laughs> we've dove into so much already i'm like okay where do we go from here right. because there's so many different directions we could take it but one thing that i actually would love to touch on is there's a perception that stylists spend a lot of time in their chair gossiping mm-hmm. they're the ones that are up to date on all the gossip and my husband asked me once what you and i talk about at oh, my apartment I remember this. yeah yeah mike was like what do you and Shannon talk about? And I was like, I don't know stuff. And he's like, yeah, you guys probably just gossip for a few hours. And I was like, actually I can say in all honesty that we do the opposite of that. Like when I elaborate on stuff, what that means is we talk about trips we want to take concerts. We want to see cool movies. We've watched books. Mm -hmm. We've read, what our daughters are up to. Like we literally just talk about life and it's so, you know, How does that factor into your life as an ambitious woman in the position that you're in? Like, what's
2: your view on gossip in general? Oh, man. Gossip is one of those things that, unfortunately, in life, it is always going to be there. You know, you're always going to have that one friend who that's. Just what they want to do right. and you kind of maybe might lean into it with them mm-hmm. while you're hanging out with them and regret it after but oh. um, I've never been a super gossipy person I actually one trade at the salon that some people actually specifically come to me for is I'm the quiet one in the salon yeah um, you're- sir,
1: like the best have a kind lot, of guarded. In like a, you know what I yeah. mean? Like you like. I have take a lot of silent days. You, yeah.
2: you know, and I've always expressed to my clients like, if you need to bring work, if you need to just not talk, don't ever think that I'm in my head being like, Okay, I need to figure out a conversation. Because mm-hmm. that's that's the biggest thing is being a stylist. We always feel like we have to be on and talking and totally. diving into someone's life. But I've had clients that I I personally know they're going through a lot of things. And I know gossip that's going around about people, but I would never make someone in my chair feel uncomfortable.
1: Right. I was going to say, I feel like you guys should put a button on each salon in the mirror (laughs) being like, I don't want to talk today. And And like let the client Mm -hmm. push it and just being like, I feel like that even when I go get a massage sometimes is that I just, I don't want to talk. Like I'm scared to just relax and just like, Whatever. so it's okay to not want to talk like it shouldn't mm-hmm. have to be a banter if you don't want to have it
2: yeah you know? now there's lots of um, there's lots of conversations that I personally will not even talk about. Right. If, if a client starts bringing stuff up in my chair, um, I would never be like, I'm not talking about this, but I, I just divert it, mm-hmm. you know, steer um, steer away from it and go from there. And can you elaborate sense? on what some of those subjects um, might be? Religion, just for the politics, yeah. um, <laughs> sex, religion, yeah.
0: sex, religion yeah. politics. sex, drugs, politics. Well, I might, say might talk about sex, <laughs> I might talk about drugs. Depends on the <laughs> <when> chair. <laughs> depends, depends on, depends no. On
2: But I definitely, religion and politics, we are actually taught that in hair school. Don't ever talk about religion and politics um, in your chair. Because everyone has their own perception on it. Mm -hmm. And that is absolutely fine. I am a very neutral person. If someone wants to start talking about it and they just want to go to town, I will listen. Mm -hmm. I will not talk back. I'll be like, "Uh uh-huh. Or necessarily share your opinion, I guess. No, 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 Um, But is it hard
1: to be like that glue all the time that like just receives it and then doesn't let anything back out you know what I mean like you're not rubber you're not letting it bounce yeah. off but you're just like yeah.
2: absorbing it mm-hmm. constantly and that's um hard oh absolutely and like I've said um being the person that I am and the and way empath- that I yeah the yeah. way that I absorb energies there's definitely some days I go home and I'm just like I'm done tapped. I'm, um tapped out yeah um and and you're like energyed then, out touched out oh yeah, all touched the out, out, yeah everything um but again i just i have a very quiet house so that's great so i just go home and i deal with things and i go to bed but and you have um, wicked
1: ambition yeah. like you wake up the next day and you're and like okay let's go. again yeah.
2: yeah flip it back around but yeah when it comes to gossip in a sense it Everybody's perception on what gossip is is a little different too. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's a super fair point to me. Right? Actually. Yeah. I can have a conversation about something that is going on, but I feel like when you're gossiping, it's more, you're kind of twisting it. You're making your own, um, what's the word? There's like a clear benefit to and it. negative an yeah. intent to it exactly to yeah. so put someone else Which, down exactly. to like yes. lift you up. You're elevating bit. yourself yeah. for
0: yeah. whatever reason. Yeah. Like yeah. it's just yeah, it's toxic. Well, it's, it's so toxic, toxic. Yeah. and it's
2: just yeah. like you know, having
0: lived in the same community
2: our yeah. whole life, like it gets no, hard sometimes. Yeah. And... But the biggest thing and another reason why I love the place I work at mm-hmm. is we even like I said, I'm the quiet one at the salon, but I can. I hear our salon is a super small house. It's time like we work shoulder to shoulder. It's a hundred year old house. It's busy, we are packed. I hear all the conversations Mm -hmm. in the salon and not once am I like, ew, gross!" that conversation (laughs) over there is disgusting.
0: Well, also like the caliber of your guys' clientele though speaks for itself in the Mm -hmm. sense of like, these are smart, ambitious women who clearly value what Art and soul does yes. as professionals yeah. so it's just like and we're very
2: protective of the table
0: hands. is different exactly yes. and it's just and every stylist i've
1: ever like and every time i've walked in there every stylist is so welcoming mm-hmm. to me mm-hmm. like and even though i'm sitting in shannon's chair yeah. if i'm mm-hmm. sitting there and you're like out doing something yeah. and i look unoccupied yeah. someone's like hey do you need something yeah. or like they're so helpful and, and they're like a, a family so we, yeah 100 absolutely are gorgeous in there so yeah we
2: beautiful beautiful family <laughs> it is know, though it is yeah we are though yeah really i cool.
0: had your christmas card on my uh, whiteboard here for the last year i only recently took oh. it down you guys are a beautiful beautiful
2: family <laughs> <laughs> and by christmas card she means the salon christmas the salon christmas, not, christmas card yeah, not exactly. like my family but so. Blakely is in it um <laughs> and she is like what screaming <laughs> <laughs> with, Scream, crying. She
1: sitting with you or something yeah. yes and i'm laughing yeah I mean, <laughs> of
0: course you are like you're just last like, well. like, okay I laugh so at her a lot.
1: we're edging the end of our podcast so i'm gonna close it out if it's mm-hmm. okay with this question to you and i think this is the biggest one and i think that this is what most of our listeners are going to really sit with is in your struggles in your journey here and in your mm-hmm. struggles to to your ambitions and through your ambitions is what advice would you give somebody else going through their own struggles or just their own pursuit of ambition in Mm. in their journey?
2: Yeah, no, um, my biggest thing I've always, and this was even like while I was in Calgary, um, pushing through things through there, um, was when I was planning on moving back like i had a great career in calgary Mm -hmm. as well like i had great clients i had lots of support i had family in calgary it's not like i was there by myself um but i was like my biggest thing was where's your happy you know and it was like it was in (laughs) grand exactly and it was like it was like what brings you happiness or what brings you pleasure Right. Mm -hmm. Calgary brought me like the utmost amount of pleasure. Mm -hmm. You know, there's great places to eat, Mm -hmm. shop, things to do. The mountains are right there. It's beautiful, but I wasn't finding my total happiness there. So I moved back to Grand Prairie um i said i was gonna give myself a year i gave myself nine months and i moved back (laughs) i was just like i was like i'm done i gotta go like i'm just working through the hamster wheel here in calgary it just felt right too in the moment that felt like the right move for you so like yeah like my biggest advice is find your happy when it comes down to it your happy is going to be different than you know Lindsay's happy or justine's happy or you know anybody else is happy the biggest thing is not allowing people to say that that's wrong. Right. right. <laughs> hey Mike D. Hey Mike. <laughs> we'll just We're just gonna tyran yeah. I, love, D this, is I silence, love I love I really.
1: love that photo of him coming up on that. <laughs>
0: yeah, that was Valentine's <laughs> yeah,
2: Day. And that's a joke. A so. Yeah. Creepy. yeah. <laughs> I like it though. Yeah, yeah it's Mike D. But yeah, going yeah. back Whoops. to it, it's like getting your happy. Um, another thing and i saw this today and i had to write it down so i'm gonna read it of course because it's not in my head and it was not my piece um is i saw someone write something saying if you're experiencing turbulence or pressure that probably means you're rising oh like a diamond
1: being cooking or like a diamond under pressure yeah
2: and that hit me today i was like Turbulence and pressure does not mean that you're failing. Mm-mm.
0: No, no, no. no right? It really. Doesn't. And some
2: people, it can make them fail. But you have to have that ambition and that drive to be like, okay, I'm feeling really tight right now. I need to push through mm-hmm. this. Well, right?
1: and change feels funny, too. Like, any sort yeah. of change or, like rejigging your plan—it feels mm-hmm. awkward and horrible and vulnerable totally. and awkward so like and it weird. should feel it yeah. should feel weird because anything other than your normal should feel yeah. weird but as long as you're mm-hmm. going forward like, that's a good feeling yeah. you know
2: so it's just a matter of being true to yourself. That's such a good quote. I, I know. Like, yeah, yeah, you know. Okay. okay. Like, I Can like,
0: we stop for a second and recognize just like with the, the bombs, bombs that Shannon <laughs> has dropped throughout this podcast? Yeah. Like she was mm-hmm. nervous at the beginning. Like, oh my
1: gosh. You said yeah. no. Right? <laughs> yeah.
2: I said no. I tried to think of ways this morning how to cancel. Um,
1: <laughs> we I, wouldn't have let her. So I we would have we showed up done. with the podcast yes, to your house. I know. <laughs>
2: but it's also you know
0: this is our friendship we create yeah. a safe space for each yeah. other there's nobody in this room right now but the three of us and this feels pretty special and magical to be able to have this kind of conversation that we know we can share with so many other girlfriends mm-hmm. that maybe don't get to sit yeah. in a room with these kind of conversations mm-hmm. and the best part about this is this is not new conversation if we for have us these conversations all the, the time exactly
2: <laughs> Anyone listening right now was to come and hang out with us yeah, one night. This would be
0: verbatim, like yeah. a
2: conversation we would have. They might be annoyed, but they might actually <laughs> sit back and just be like, okay.
0: <laughs> well, yeah. I and, feel like our hangouts like, <laughs> are always mixed with, you know, just like a big bunch of big dreams and ambitions, <laughs> a healthy dose of shenanigans. And lots of screaming kids. <laughs> lots of screaming kids, some <laughs> singing and dancing. <sighs> but I mean, honestly, I feel like we're all choosing
2: our happiness and we're well, saying like, happiness it's great vulnerability that we all have together right? totally 100 like i've shown up how many times and just been like i'm a wreck today like and vice I, versa And we we all that right? yeah. but it's like the like, safe like, space and these girls just yeah. flip me around and they're like you're okay you've got this like
1: and take me as i am today yeah, totally and you yeah. you always do right
2: yeah. like hey so yeah. i'm showing up yeah, because that's what
0: girlfriends should do for each other. Mm-hmm. And I truly I feel like, like that's, that's just sh-
2: human beings in general. Totally. That's, that's right. they should yes. do for each other. Yeah, like, Honestly, like I've had, we've had some moments, I've had some moments in the past few years that I'm just like, humans just need to be nicer.
0: Yeah. 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 Oh, you
1: know what? Leave them better than you found them. <laughs> yes! It's a quote from it's, it's about leaving it's, a room, yes, essentially. Right. Like you should leave yes. a room cleaner than you found it, like yeah. untouched. But I'm like, you should leave a person better than you found them, yeah. no matter what it is. If, yeah. It's like you're walking in and out of a door. Smile, hold mm-hmm. the door. Leave them yeah. better than you found and them. You
2: are
0: amazing at that, just That's Isn't yoga. She, <laughs> like she is just pure Sometimes love. i look at love her and, and I'm just warm. Like, Get out <laughs> <laughs> push her over. Stop so don't conscious. hold that door open. <laughs> out, I know yeah. the, door. You don't <laughs> have the door. You know what, though, girlfriends? I think that that is a beautiful note to wrap up this yeah. incredible first guest podcast on, um, you know, just leaving each other better than we found each other. Mm-hmm. Listener, we hope that you feel a little bit lighter, a little bit brighter. We hope that um, you feel a little bit inspired to pursue your own ambitions. And from the bottom of my heart, Shannon. Thank you for being our first guest. Thank you so much. (laughs) But honestly,
2: when it comes down to it, and I'm going to say this to the women and the men that are listening and everyone who is listening, we are all in the same journey of life. Totally. So don't ever think that you're not because we are. Yeah. Well, we're all going to end up in the same place, anyways. Yeah. Well, well, we start from the same, and we yeah. end in
1: the same, right? Yeah. So it's just like our yeah. everyone's journey is a little different, but yeah. we need to give the grace for where yeah. each person
0: is on their yeah. journey. People are just people, and yes. you know what? That's what we're trying to do yeah, here right. is just have people conversations that you know hopefully Let's be a little weird. But, yeah. <laughs> oh God, I'm the weirdest. <laughs> I'm the weirdest human being. Yeah. I'm like super weird. weird, but I. Uh... <laughs> I tend to match her weird, so and so does Justine. Like ugh, ooh, maybe we should do a podcast when we're just being weird one night. Weird, yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> Wait, drop <laughs> yeah. a comment if you uh, drop a comment and I vote for us that. to do a weird one night. We'll just do, do it. One. But Shannon will wear the star pants. Oh, oh, just kidding. <laughs> My
2: alter ego is
0: Star. Exactly. Uh, we'll fill you in on that one. Later, <laughs> but again, um, Shannon Baker, you are a force to be reckoned with. We love you. So, 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 well, so thank you so, so I love much. You guys too. Thank you for being here, yeah. and we'll catch you next week, girlfriends. See ya. Bye. Bye.